Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Square Go, the podcast where we put our friendship on the line to defend our opinions. This episode is brought to you by Gorilla of Destiny Studios. This week's topic, serial killers. A bit morbid for our start back, guys, eh, but who wants to go first with our favourite serial killer? Uh, Jack the Ripper. He, he was a dude. Yeah. Or well, was he? as far as we know. Or was he? As, yeah, as far as we know. I, well, I don't know about you, Erin, but I properly went through my phase of being obsessed with Jack the Ripper, read every single book I could get my hands on, and it's still kind of lingering to this day because I've got one of my books mm. in my TBR. Why would you is... assume Erin also went through this yeah. phase? Why was I saying it's a big, uh, Do you think Jack the Ripper phases are something like women go through? Well, it's... Oh, you know, no, you have like kind of your are. DiCaprio phase, you have your Jason Momoa phase, and you have your Jack No, like, like, no, like... Wait, Jason uh, Momoa's Every a girl phase. that I know has gone through no. an Egyptian phase and a Jack the Ripper phase. Uh, I had like, the Egyptian every... phase. Oh, so you've just not gone through your Jack the Ripper phase I mean, Cleopatra, Oh, yeah. So, okay, that's fair then. So, Erin's still got to go through her Jack the Ripper phase. Yeah, you need to get on that, Erin. Come on. Come on, Erin. You're not a woman until you've had your Jack the Ripper phase. Sell me on Jack uh, the Ripper. So, Jack the Ripper was a serial killer who operated in 1888 Whitechapel. Um, He killed five women that's referred to as the canonical five because he Mm. could have killed more, but there's no proof that he did. Um, So... These I can't remember the exact names of the five women. I think one of them was a uh, called Mary, if that helps. She's and called Mary Kelly were... because Mary Kelly. That's okay. it. That's the word I was looking Better for. Jack Ripper face. That's my mum's best friend's name. Ooh, <laughs> okay. interesting. <laughs> uh, they were all sex workers, um, mm-hmm. and in London during this time. And Mary Kelly was the last, wasn't she? I'm pretty sure she was the last one. She was found in our house, whereas most of them were found in the street. Um, You're our expert on Jack the Ripper. Like, yeah. Don't oh, oh be dear. asking. I was like, oh, do you think it was this? I, I mean, you could tell me he murdered like Boris Johnson. Like, oh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, you said <laughs> yeah. the canonical five. Are the other ones part of the expanded universe? Yeah, no, that's what they, that's what they say. They say that because um, there's they don't know the, how many serial killer, the, how many victims that, that he had. So the canonical five is the ones that he essentially admitted to. So his, his five... Uh, victims were Mary Ann Nichols, Anne Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes and Mary Jane Kelly. Um, they happened between the 31st of August and the 9th of November 1888 and are like the most linked. So essentially when they say the most linked they mean that he admitted to them in letters that he sent the police and the media, so the newspapers, um, and there was eyewitnesses who saw him fleeing or there was like evidence left behind. Obviously the police were a bit shit and couldn't find him. Um, no offence to the 1888 Police Department of London um, but there's like it's, it was the first media frenzy really Does she realise she's the only one talking? I, I, I just saw Thomas's face through that just get more and more like <laughs> just just saying they're listing historical facts and I'm thinking what the like, Thomas I thought just we'd have an absolutely done that he was just like Right. Okay, so, you, sorry, I, I, got, I know too much about this. This, this is clearly post-Jack the Ripper face. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, yes. Yes, I, Jack, he, he ripped. He, he did, completely damn. mutilated people. It was horrific. It was, it was horrific. I think he has the... I think he didn't get caught. So if we're looking from a purely, like, you know, how did you do from zero to ten as a serial killer... He did okay. 
Yeah. In that yeah, specific yeah. metric. Yeah, I mean, he met, he met He's the... also one of the most famous serial killers, isn't he? So he did pretty yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah he, got like respectable, he got a respectable score on the board for not getting caught as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he met the criteria for sure. Like, and I think his aesthetic's he's a... quite cool. <laughs> I feel like the aesthetic's environmental, though. Like, that's not. Well, yeah, that's true. It's not entirely him. It's like 1888 London. That's mm-hmm. a perfect time to kill people. I actually don't blame him for killing people because, like, the <laughs> aesthetic the was there. You're walking late at night, it's foggy, it's dark, it's quiet. You're like, oh, I've got to go kill someone now. It just suits the vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose suppose you may be right there, I guess. Technically. What do you mean technically? Technically. Um, But there was loads of different theories. That One of the most outlandish ones is that it was actually Prince Albert. And they covered it up. Because he had syphilis, so he went a bit nuts and he started killing people prostitutes in the East End. <laughs> and that's that was like one of the most more outlandish theories of it. I reckon we could do better. But in I don't know enough. Theories. Yeah. Yeah. Um who else is suspected of it? Because aside so, from, you know, covering up an infected Prince Albert. You know, Zoe which... knows an awful lot about Jack the Ripper. Do you want me to tell you oh. who who the, the one of the um, suspects were? No, I want to know how you know so much. I'm concerned that you are actually very, very old and also a serial killer. <laughs> well, there well maybe. Um, <laughs> it, so there was one guy who lived with um, Mary Kelly um, in her in her house, and she he wanted to marry her and for her to stop um, being a sex worker, but she refused to do so, and. So there's lots of theories that it was him that killed all these women to try and scare her into giving up sex work. And when she didn't, he killed her in her house because she was the only one that died in her house. That's why they think that, because he was the only one that actually had access to get into the house without breaking in. Um, And there was another one, I think, who was a Polish doctor um, who, I can't pronounce his name, but he went by George Chapman. And um, he was admitted to a mental hospital, uh, I think a week after the last murder, which explains why there wasn't any more after that. Um, So there's just like, there's loads and loads and loads of suspects. Um, But I think the funniest, well, not the funniest, but the most interesting one that I can think about is that it was a midwife and it was actually a woman that was going around. That's why she knew where the woman and everything was to take it out. Stuff like that. Mm. Interesting. Sorry, I can even monopolize that again. My apologies. That's cool. I mean, so the moral least, of the story is respect sex workers. I mean, yeah. Is, yes. that, that's probably the most like, genuine... Don't respect sex workers. That's the most genuine insight we've probably had in this podcast, to be honest. Mm-hmm. On, like, any that's... topic. So, there you are. Yeah, it's too educated, almost. Yeah, I mean, we don't like Jack the Ripper, but do we want to go as far as comparing him to Bella Thorne in terms of sex worker? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, be- that he's, not that <laughs> he's not that bad. He's not that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's oh god. Uh, current events. <laughs> yeah, so let, let's let's go back to the more to wholesome topic of serial killers. Serial killers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so somebody else want to? Well, uh, one thing I will say is apparently it, when you think of like American serial killers, you think of sort of the sixties, seventies, eighties, and the reason for that is apparently a lot of uh, a lot of serial killers had. Uh, were either in the war or they had dads that were in the war and were traumatised because of it and because of that grew up in very violent households and that uh, would have sort of 
mess some people up as you imagine and that trauma would have carried on to some of the people doing horrendous things like that didn't a lot of like that the american like almost serial killer boom of those kind of decades almost didn't that's when it comes from the trifecta thing came from so the whole setting fires torturing animals waiting the bed thing yeah if you've got two or three of them then you're more like like, it it makes sense if they had all like faced very similar like abuse and Mm -hmm. from that uh had those similar symptoms i guess but i mean as well you did you know, wasn't that where stuff like going postal came from? Where they got all a lot of the veterans ended up working in the post office, and then I, I thought that was because of a particular incident where someone did that at post office. I think it happened quite a few times. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, poor souls. Fun times. We get to talk about PTSD and the effects of not looking after people after traumatizing events. Mhm, mhm, definitely. Well, what is... Somebody else choose one and talk about it for a while. Oh, um, one that's funny because it happened a long time ago and that makes it funny is Birkin Hare. That happened a long time ago, so that's fine. Which one's that, sorry? Birkin Hare. Oh, Birkin Hare. I stand. Sorry, have you had a Birkin Hare face as well? Um, (laughs) Absolutely, she did. We know she did as well. Erin, you can talk about that. On you go. Okay, cheers. Um, their first names are both William, which is like cute. We love couples with the same name. That is, I know. We stand. We stand. Um, they're from well. Edinburgh, so you know, support your local serial killers. And they originally started by grave digging and then selling the bodies onto the University of Edinburgh to dissect. All right. Yep. But then um, they get fed up with that and started just murdering folk because it's yeah. easier than you know, digging. You know, gets to your back muscles. Mm-hmm. So Less, they go around uh, manual pubs labor. And find, yeah, they go around pubs and find like lonely drunk guys and then suffocate them. In their hotel, in their wee hostel they had. Yep. Do you, do you know how they got caught, Erin? Sorry? Do you know how they got caught? Oh, uh, uh, I used to know. I've seen the film. I should know this. You <laughs> <laughs> should. It's very <laughs> qualifying. <laughs> it's like film, then history degree. Yeah, uh, exactly. They got caught because of there was like a a, little, a boy called Dash Jamie who was a bit you know not quite there um, mm-hmm. that everybody loved in that area of Edinburgh. They, so everybody kind of took care of him because he was homeless. They didn't have any family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Birkin here decided that he would they would kill him. And once they killed him, everybody went into uproar because that was their like the friend of the mm-hmm. area. And that's how they got caught because they just killed. The wrong person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, Daft Jamie sounds like there's probably about five of them running about Leaf right now. I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure I know people that go by very similar names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not personally, but like, you know of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Fast Davey or something. I mean, I mean it reminds me of uh, Aberdeen uh, local superstar, Ketman Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Is it, I want to know, is this something that's all over the world? Like, do other pe- like when you have towns in America or Sweden or something, do people, like, do they have people in their town that they have names like Ketamine Kyle? Or is it just in Britain or Scotland that we have this kind of culture? I mean, just everyone knows the local junkie. I guess I in like, small towns, I'm, maybe. I feel like America did in, like, the Old West. You'd have, like, 
Oh, oh look that guy. It goes like Cookie. corn Pete. <laughs> cookie, cookie. <laughs> I can't pronounce that word. Co- cocaine, cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Colin. Sure, sure you can't. Sorry. Yeah, I've never heard of co- co- yeah. cocaine. Oh, what, what's it pronounced? <laughs> Heroin? <laughs> oh, like a strong female. Yes, I'll shoot that up. <laughs> Um, yeah. What about cooking? No, finish the thought. Uh, cookie Colin is what I was going to say. Yeah. I feel like cooking's too white collar, though. Mm. Methadone Mac from Still Game. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a good name. That's, that's a great name. Because right, he's a great guy. He's just he's a good, good guy. guy. Mm-hmm. Solid guy. <laughs> right. See, for Birkin here, I have a small issue where whenever I hear it, I imagine Jekyll and Hyde. See? Ah. Oh my god. I mean, Even. it's kind of the same deal. It's just that you can't physically have two people in the one body. Didn't Robert Louis Stevenson like base a lot of Jekyll and Hyde on working here? I, I really don't know. Well, they were both from Edinburgh, so. Wow, that's it, really. <laughs> <Compelling> I mean, <laughs> argument. that's Apparently... about as close as people can be. Apparently, Robert Louis Stevenson mentioned him in a short story called The Body Snatcher. Oh. I have that. Oh. Yeah, but you I've have everything that. about that. If it's 1800 space ago. fiction, you have it. Okay. Don't at me. I know it. I know I do, but don't at me at it. Yeah, just, you know, you're sounding like you're asking a question we already know the answer to. I But yeah, so now whenever, like, I've sung one or two of the songs from Jekyll and Hyde, so whenever people say, like, um, Burke and Hare, it's like that comes to mind, and then also the horrible histories thing about Birkenhair, which I only oh, yeah, half the, remember. Yeah, yeah, the song, the song they did. Um, yeah, I remember that one. But that was a good one. Yeah, definitely. The film is pretty good as well. I think is it Michael Sheen and Simon Pegg that play them? Wasn't it Gollum? The guy that played Gollum that played him? Oh, Andy Serkis. So yeah. yeah, that's the one. Got that. <laughs> I can't remember the name. It's the Gollum Man. <laughs> he was not paid enough for that acting role. <laughs> to be fair, he must rake it in because he plays every CGI character. He, yeah, I think he was in true. Planet of the Apes as well. Yeah. New one. Yeah. Um, but Barkin Hare, whenever I think about Barkin Hare, I think about um, the, oh, what do you call it? The, that like place in Edinburgh. The dungeons. The Edinburgh dungeons. That's the place I was thinking of. You know, the, the ride yep. thing. The yeah. place in Edinburgh, and... the dungeons, the Edinburgh dungeons. <laughs> the dungeons no, the Edinburgh in Edinburgh. You know, the, that, you know, no. The actual place is called the Edinburgh dungeons. Yeah, no, of I course. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry, of course. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, that's what I think about when I think about Jekyll and Hyde. I'm asking here. Oh, you're <laughs> fucked. You will now, though. You're like, Jekyll and Hyde and Edinburgh Dungeons is just going to be stuck in your mind now. <laughs> well, it's a, it's yeah, a segue. It. I thought I would segue into Shawnee Bean because I always do love a good old cannibalistic serial killer family, you know? We really could just stick with Edinburgh for this whole episode, couldn't we? Because we've not done the World's End murders yet either. This is, oh, this no, is why I don't trust Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from this. I didn't know Edinburgh had so many uh, serial killers. Probably. Yeah, not like I good, wholesome Glasgow. Yeah. Glasgow yeah. isn't so much serial killers as just everybody will kill you. But yeah. well, uh, at least we're honest about it here, damn it. <laughs> but Edinburgh, like, it... sorry, gone. Yeah, Shawnee Bean was a uh, was a guy that was ahead of his family. He lived in a cave, and murdered people that passed on the road. They think mm. his 
victims were like in the hundreds, like 200, 300, because he had he had children with his wife and then grandchildren who they, like they, like they incestuously had uh, and great yeah. grandchildren in this cave oh. and uh, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so they killed loads and loads of people. But I recently learned that the Shawnee Bean story might not actually be true because it was published as part of a propaganda campaign in England to show that the that Scotland needed to be brought under control and um, because of it was full of these wild savages that were cannibalistic things during the mm. Act of Union in 1707. It was like a propaganda campaign almost, I think. Yeah. It probably has a nugget of truth where like one guy was found eating a human-looking type of meat that turned out just to be chicken or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it was, it's scholars, so Scottish historical uh, scholars think nowadays that it was a propaganda campaign and that it didn't actually happen. Mm. I like propaganda though, sometimes. Like it's... Like, stories like that are kind of cool in a way of, ah. Well, the cave try- exists. You can go into the cave if you're brave enough. Yeah, I but like... brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> are you worried they forgot to check every corner? <laughs> He's just sitting there waiting. That's how my brain works. Right. Fuck that. Fuck that noise. That sounds... I think the home victims in the hundreds sounds made up just because I think, like, Jack the Ripper, 10 out of 10. But if someone's got, like, hundreds of murders and only well, got caught like near the end then to be fair it was like I mean, over 50 years what what when uh wouldn't it be like a charles manson situation where it's like you're getting other people in your mad cult to murder like sort of a coordinator yeah because like the whole family the children and the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren over these 50 years were just so i guess yeah that begs the question people. if you like start a culture in your family of murdering people at roadside are the murders like individual but or like does it go to the top because you've organized this like you've worked quite hard at setting up this murder family so surely you should get at least partial credit for every murder that the individuals in your family do i guess you can be charged for once sorry i didn't hear you at all that's how it worked with charles manson wasn't it Mm. yeah yeah he gets like you know he gets a kickback it's like an mlm you get um, (laughs) you get a portion of every downline sale I um, have are bad. an exciting proposition. Yeah, if you sign up to my company, um, and you murder people, you can then hire other people to murder, and you'll make money. I don't know how MLMs work. I just know that they people don't. sign up to them. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, pyramid scheme and that animal things. Um, Erin, what were you talking about about Bible John? You can go with that one. Um. Okay, come back to Glasgow because um, so Michael John was active in the sixties. He would he was a taxi driver and he'd quote the Bible to people in his taxi, and then yes. drive them off into somewhere a bit dodgy and murder them. So he'd pick people yes. up at the Battlelands Ballroom, which if you've been to it looks like a place you'd get murdered. To be fair, but I've got it a few does things. it does it, it literally. Uh, we were just there the other day and it looked so not what I feel like it should look like. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's an iconic place to die. Yeah, mm. true. Mm-hmm. I've not it been there in like, ages. I don't know what's more iconic. The, like, the murders, the lights outside, or like, how sticky the dance floor is. Well, it bounces as well, doesn't it? Yeah, aye. The floor bounces. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Is it meant to do that? 
Yeah, I think it is meant to do that. I mean, even the GEU doesn't bounce. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. There is a specific hole underneath it so that when you're dancing on it, it gives you a bit of bounce. Yeah. Fun. I hate that so much. That, in that every way. Nice As someone stable. that, like, I would prefer sitting down at the back of a concert rather than, like, dancing. I'd hate to be in a ballroom that bounces. Just let me sit quietly. It's please. beautiful. See, when you're at a really heavy gig and it's like the mosh pits, like at sea, like you're rocking and rocking. Eh? <laughs> yeah, hey. rock and roll. Nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, Bible John. Bible John. Bible John. Yeah. I feel like the Barris is more interesting, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I've been thrown back to talk to us, but yeah, Kill Free People never been caught. People think he might have been Peter Tobin, who got caught killing three other girls in the 90s, who he picked up from hitchhiking and buried in his garden. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's... don't know, he's never admitted to it. And also, that if you look up Bible John, there's a composite drawn that looks a lot like David Byrne from Talking Heads, who did <laughs> sing the song Psycho Killer. Just saying. Oh, maybe that's a... Yeah. I think, I think that uh, I think that Hearing stories about Bible John made put the fear of God into me about getting a taxi by myself. I hate getting a taxi by uh, myself. Fair. I cannot get into yeah. a taxi by myself. I it do not blame out. you for that. No, like, I have to be at least with other like, two other people. <laughs> Don't like it. Yeah. And then I'm just I'm not scared to get in taxis. I'm just too cheap. Like I have at like two three a.m. in the morning just walked for an hour because it. In my head, I was like, I'm not paying £8 to get home in 10 minutes. To be fair, Thomas, I would just scared to do that myself as well, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, well. like, walked into town, but to be fair for me, it's literally just walk down Southfield Street all the way, and you're, you're pretty in the open, and it's not as scary as, like, having to go wind through everywhere. I did so. once walk home after a gig through Kelvin Grove Park by myself to get the train... And oh, then that night, it turned out there was a madman running about with an axe, and that's why there have been helicopters flying about. Erin! Really? Oh the one time? It's like, for anyone that doesn't know, which I'm presuming is most of you, Kelvin Grove Park's a park in Glasgow, and it gets dark as shit. It There's is, no lights in it. I mean, like, you could put your hand out in front of you, and you wouldn't be able to see it in the darker nights. If the moon's out, you're okay. I mean, uh, it's generally that... known as a dodgy area to walk through at night. I mean, that's our clickbait title there. Uh, One of us was almost murdered. (laughs) Erin almost died? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Matt, if we're going to talk about walking home late at night, I feel like I need to tell the story of the time me and Matt were drunk, good lads, um, and we're walking down in Glasgow and we pass a pub called The Windsors. And it's like 2 or 3 a.m. And, you know, there's people passing who aren't looking friendly and I don't want to talk to and I definitely don't want the attention of. Matt, however, is intrigued by this pub and decided it was the best opportunity to show me how good his Prince Andrew voice was. No, first of all, it wasn't Prince Andrew voice. Oh, sorry, it was Prince. Yeah, um, okay, stop making this worse than it was, okay? We were, no, we no, were no, deeply no, in the West End. Look, we, we were deeply in the West End at this point, so it probably sounded pretty normal. <laughs> Even so, I wasn't that loud. It's just, you probably thought I was that loud. Right. No, 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 you don't get to clean that. You were trying. I do, and I will. God damn it. 
The, so, the yeah. funniest video I, I've ever seen was when you were you and Andrew were walking home when, after you were drunk again, um, and it was just you, severely asthmatic, breathing extremely heavy, going, <laughs> shouting at statues in Kelvin Grove Park, and then trying to run upstairs and almost dying. So yeah, on the topic of kind of dark parks, um, <laughs> and not talking about my near-death experiences... <laughs> <laughs> which are far less, they're very different to Aaron's, um, because now we're just telling stories of us in dark parks. Me and That's my friends in, in Mary Hill, um, dark park, Ooh. having a grand time, we're in like the play park, and we see off in the distance, like people kind of running, and they've got a box, and we start thinking to ourselves, oh, fuck, like these guys are bad people, and we're fucked. But the, you know, they're the bands, we're the nice people, it'll be okay. So we decide it's time to leave, and we have to walk by them, and we're shitting it. So we go slowly and we put our heads down and we try not to get attention from them. Turns out it was a fitness class. So then <laughs> one of my friends like turns around to me at the end and we're all pretty posh people. He just turns in and is really drunk. Posh Glasgow voice is like, Thomas, we were the BAMs. He <laughs> <laughs> was really concerned. That is the most practical story I've ever heard. It <laughs> yeah, it is. We're not meant to be the bands. We're meant to be the ones that like get this no, story meant, headlines. Like lovely boy bands. goes, you know. Yeah, yeah, pretend to be bands. So, oh, well, yeah, I okay. hated all of them. To segue back into the topic, you can cut all of that, that out if have. you want. That was such no, a segue. No, I'm keeping it in. I just wanted to be known that Thomas always dies quite a lot and uh, parks apparently. Um, yeah. You guys haven't really talked about your favourite serial killer, Taurus and Matt. It's just used to be me and Erin that knows a lot of these stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't claim to be the most knowledgeable, I guess, but uh, I mean, T- Ted Bundy, I guess, purely because he looks like Dennis from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> that is true. It's a terrible reason, but I love it, yes. <laughs> I don't actually know much about Ted Bundy and Charles Manson. Like, those two, I do not know much about it at all. No, to be honest. I mean, the, there's the, what is it, the Zodiac Killer, which is definitely uh, Ted, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, say, I, I don't actually know much about him, because he <laughs> about... was, like, never caught either. I don't know if I know much about, like, serial uh, killers. Uh, I yes, hear a lot uh, about them, but knowing about them is a whole different thing. Maybe it's something about, yeah. like, many deaths that I just don't know learn about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been much of, like, a watching true crime or like serial killer uh, documentaries kind of guy to be honest uh, yeah because there, there was a lot of there was a lot of speculation about the Zodiac killer also being the Texarkana killer because like their MOs or whatever you call their way they killed people were very very similar and Texarkana murders happened just before the Zodiac killers things happened so there's like mm-hmm. quite a lot of connections in between those two that they think that was the same person, but they didn't catch either of them, so that's not See, helpful. all of these murder dramas always make it sound to me like getting away with serial like murder would be really difficult and you'd have to be really smart. Yeah. But lots of people seem to be getting away with it. Well, I think yeah. I think in terms of the Zodiac Killer and the Texarkana Killer, the police forces there were very corrupt at the time. Yeah, so but it's like... With internal corruption I mean, yeah, I feel like the smart ones... Sorry. No, go ahead. Like, um, I feel like yeah, the smart ones will, will have thought of an exit plan to like get out of it, whereas the sort of more dumb, sporadic ones, sure, like they, they might have planned it still, but 
they're they're the ones most likely to sort of like brag about it and try and uh, like almost get themselves caught, it's like subconsciously, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just like being too ambitious narcissistic. or yeah, exactly. Like uh, yeah. I mean, if I like got I don't know ten people and no one had caught me, I'd be far too smug not to be caught. Exactly. That's how you know I'm not a murderer. I'd be it's, just like walking into police stations, like can't fucking catch me. Can't uh, I you? mean, like yeah, like because Thomas is a smart dude, but he he knows to be very smug. <laughs> I'm like yeah. There was I a serial killer like that. Myself. I can't remember what his name. I can't remember what he was. You think he was like the co-ed killer? I think that's who he was. That in America, who he managed to keep getting away with murder, and he keep being really pissed off because he's like. No, I I want my credit. Why is nobody giving me the credit? So he kept there was one he killed that he, then the police couldn't find the body of. So he literally mm-hmm. stood next to the body, phoned the police, made sure that the police were right there, waved at them, then did a runner uh, to to make sure that they could find the body where it was because nobody oh nobody was God. catching him to the point where he was almost getting himself caught in order to prove it was him that was doing the murder. Did he have actually like, get you know, caught or did he just forever live in limbo of trying no, to get caught? Yeah, <laughs> he's he still today. Just... Yeah, he got caught after he killed his mother. Ah, uh, right. Uh, it's always the mum. Mm-hmm. Because Fun. they hate women. It's one of these, like... There's also a fact that I think murder only has like a 50% conviction rate, so all you need to do is be in the top half and not turn yourself in. Yeah. Can they just start flipping coins? Like, Are that'd make trials go so much quicker. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. RNG. I mean, I, I feel like when it t- comes to serial killers, there's not enough female representation. We gotta. Yeah, no, I think we've got. There's not enough. Yeah. Going. There's not enough female res- representation. We need to get those numbers up, people. You know? Uh, it's 2020. Female female serial sure. killers. Whenever I think of female serial killers, it's always like they always poison a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, because that seems to be what women do is they poison people. Yeah. Oh, I can but, already w- hear women the incel to... explanation of it. <laughs> women like, oh, need to make them more dumbly. But they need to be idiots more. Yeah, I think it, I, th- I don't think it was they, they did a research thing and like the women don't like being overtly overtly violent as much as men do. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. Oh, women are weak and. They're too weak and too dumb to go proper with an axe. Indeed. I mean, Indeed. could you... Do assassins count as serial killers? Well, Aren't sorry. they assassins? Because yeah. don't they assassinate? Isn't killing That's somebody so and assassinating something two different complete things? They feel very much not different, though. It yeah. depends what side of the war you were on. Oh. Yeah, that's well. I suppose it isn't assassinating someone like a political move. Like it's not so much. It's not so much. It's still killing that. someone. Yeah, it's, it's still, still murder. Someone, though, but, it's... The, but the way they classify it, it's like different. Yeah, it I think feels so. the yeah. same because it's political. I, I mean, motive, saying so that, it's... like, uh, it's like with hitmen as well. And like, apparently, uh, uh, some of them have like a policy of like, oh yeah, I won't kill any politicians or anyone famous like that because it's too. Uh, maybe because it's classed as a different thing, they they just want to be murderers. They don't want to be like uh, political dissidents or anything. <laughs> I'm really yeah, tired of people putting that, politics I'm, I'm, in my murder. Yeah. There's also you know, fact, has has anyone ever, yeah, has anyone ever not been caught for an assassination though? 
Like, uh, I feel like every assassin's been caught of like a major. Well, I mean, JFK, I guess, is uh, one of a lot of conspiracy. Yeah. JFK. Wait, no. Yeah. Well, they did have a. Did they get caught? Court, didn't they? But no. Yeah. But, but there's a lot it. of uh, there's well, a lot of doubts about the guy that they did catch and whether he was able to shoot uh, JFK. Because there was the whole, like, wasn't there too many thing. shots fired for the time that they could. Uh, the shots yeah, or and like the path yeah. of the bullet would have had to be like ridiculous for him to just like shot like JFK and like the person behind him in a particular spot. It had to like yeah. probably curved and like ricocheted and all that. It was an insane job. Grassy no. <laughs> Watch out! It's the like umbrella man. The famous then um, Bill Hicks kind of joke where he's like, "Oh, if you go to the museum, you can actually see." Where Lee Harvey Oswald was meant to shoot, and it's really realistic because Lee Harvey isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I d- I'm not going to make any claims on that because it is a conspiracy theory, so I don't stand. But also, like, I think I See, think that I was a... like a whole episode on conspiracy theories. We didn't yeah, mention but... him, did we? Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> we're going to do a, a second one at some point, so a follow yeah. up to JFK. Uh, speaking of Kennedys, have you seen the thing where um, Joe Kennedy the third was running for office and he kept vlogging while driving his car? Did he vlogging? Yeah, I, I didn't know like, there were any more. I, I, to be honest, I didn't like know there were any more. Uh, I, I didn't know there were any more Kennedys. I thought they'd all died off. I thought the Kennedys were done from like natural processes. Yeah. Well, well the exactly. Kennedy curse. Well, they're done now because this guy's the first Kennedy to ever lose an election in Massachusetts. So. Ah. Fair. Well, that's what happens when you vlog while driving. Uh-huh. That's what happens when you vlog. Any politician oh. that vlogs shouldn't be trusted. But it's more that he does it while driving, considering his family has to do with cars in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The strategy oh. driving is not for him. Oh. Cars so- are to the Kennedys what the cross is to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> um, but in relation to Americans... I'm going to go back to the Victorian age quickly because that's all the things I know in my life. H.H. H. Holmes. Who? Iconic serial killer. You've not heard of him? No. Is that true? You've not heard brother. of H.H. H. Holmes? No. You're right, the one okay. that assumes people go through Jack the Ripper phases. Like, <laughs> San, Francisco, San Francisco. San uh, Francisco. I can't remember the exact year. I think it was, it was during the day exhibition, right? And H.H. Mm. H. Holmes was living nearby and he had a hotel. Except this hotel was specifically set up so he could trap, murder, and torture guests. And this was a proper rigged house with hidden rooms, gas chambers, uh, torture racks, everything, anything this guy had. He did it explicitly so that he could just kill all of the guests that he wanted to. And he created this house specifically around it. And he tortured so many people during the ex- great exhibition in San Francisco. And he's known as one of the most... He was caught. In the end, I think he was caught. Um, but he's generally known as one of the most prolific serial killers in San Francisco because of this uh. house that's full of like booby traps and stuff like that. But so you're telling me this him. guy had a big castle in San Francisco that was full of um, torture racks and um, pain causing devices? Yeah, we might look at the. I've got. I think I've got a picture of the, the layout. So of it actually, a hotel quite... in San Francisco in California. Uh, yeah, it, it's literally. But they stabbed them with steely knives at any point. It was literally designed designed around killing people 
this house and it had so many secret rooms and Damn. stuff like that and he had a cool moustache so I mean um, it, it, I feel like that... so you're not as horrified by this as you should be it's absolutely you sound a little bit excited I mean you're like it, it, oh my god the moustache and the or you it, say moustache if there are any like houses that were haunted like I feel like that one would be like up there yeah that's peak haunted what the fuck how do you get away with that how... yeah but the contractors well, he didn't get away he died in jail at 34 but he um he was literally he became a he was a doctor well he, he was in medical medical school for a long time and that's how he knew how to touch people while keeping them alive and stuff like that oh. it, was quite, it was very horrific and mm. he said he killed 27 people but he could like the evidence did he build everything himself mine. yeah he built the entire house and modified it himself Look, I okay, house, awful guy, definitely evil. That, I mean, isn't that can-do attitude what America's about? Exactly, he had a dream and he, he did a it. a terrible, terrible dream, but he did it himself. He I pulled himself up on the bootstraps. It wasn't San Francisco, it was Chicago. I've got that wrong. America's America, you know, ah. it's one big place. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> American listeners. Yeah, Chicago, San Francisco. I mean, they're basically next door to each other, so... I mean, yeah, I think you're thinking of... So, mm-hmm. I think with San Francisco, you're obviously thinking of um the Kinks.com castle. I think you've got the two confused. The, the what? <laughs> what was that, Erin? I, as a good Christian, have no idea what she's talking about. Yeah, same. Yeah. Please, please <laughs> elaborate, Erin. Yeah, Erin, let us know. Let us Christian about. people know. I think she's thinking of the San Francisco armory where the um US... Um, military used to keep a lot of arms stored, so she's thinking of like the weapons that were stored there. Uh, is that what she's thinking sure. of? That's not what you said for, at first, was it? Yeah, that didn't sound an awful lot like what you first said, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make sure we're clear. We don't want the I listeners being confused. I want to go back and listen to that. It's hmm. Zoe that got them confused, so... <laughs> it's Zoe that <laughs> literally went on that rant. No, yeah, true. Come on, yeah. Zoe. God. Interesting. Okay. Um, what a Thomas, yeah. what's your favourite? I mean, favourite is wrong. Like, I don't have a favourite. I don't like any of them. And frankly, I don't what know do many of them. What do you find the most interesting? See, for me, I've always wondered if we could count, like, armies as serial killers. Not armies, but, but like, the generals. So that's... Oh, well, then, every no, no, this is the pyramid. That'd be ridiculous. The pyramid sentence. scheme of murder... If it applies to a family, it doesn't apply to the military because then, like, Genghis Khan is probably the world's worst serial killer. No, I think the point of serial killing is that you're kind of working under the system and trying not to get caught. Ah. Whereas the doesn't care. True. I I don't feel like Genghis Khan, like, hid himself very well. That fool. He could have got away with it. He was just, like, really, really quiet. He had lots of horses. Okay, I don't actually have a favourite then. I'm sorry. I'm, I've let you all down. I don't like serial killers and I don't read about them very often either. God, how boring are you, Thomas? I know, I waste... I mean... I mean, I say that as if I'm not the same and I just said <laughs> Ted Bundy because he looks like a character from a show. Did the Unabomber kill anyone? Because I watched half of a Netflix documentary series on him, so... Did he know. kill people? Wasn't where was he? Well, he was in America. He was American. And I literally had his Wikipedia page up just there. <laughs> Didn't he use the same uh, chemical that was in the Beirut explosion? Yeah. Did he? 
What was it? Where? I forgot what it was called. Potassium nitrate. That's but the one. It, but it was a lot less than was in Beirut. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oof. So the the Guinness bomber blew people blew blew people up. Blew people up. He blew the shopping centre, didn't he? He did. He did a lot. He did. A, it was a serial bombing campaign. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I didn't really know. Apparently, it was a big famous thing, which I imagine it probably would be if someone was bombing your places a lot. That'd probably matter to you a little bit. Yeah. He was, like, a very smart guy. He had, like, what was it, a PhD in maths? I don't trust mathematicians, so, yeah, yeah I can that. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I never trust a mathematician, kids. They're always up to something. Yeah, even when they've not been MK Ultra, they're pretty bad, and I'm pretty sure he was MK Ultra. so... Oh, right. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, is that you, you say that I, I know a lot about true crime and stuff like that, but I literally don't know anything except in true crime from, like, the 19th century. So... Yeah, but I don't know anything, so that is more. And no, you know a lot. True. You don't get to go on that rant about, like, Jack the Ripper and then go, oh, no, I don't actually know that much, when I it was, did, like, five phase, minutes you know? of stream of conscience. We all go through the phases Conscience. of things, and that was my phase at the time, and I just, I just learned everything there was to learn. I mean, I went through phases like that, like little obsessions. However, that's actually a symptom of my Asperger's syndrome. So, Zoe, you can have that, but I'm just going to diagnose you quickly. Just going to... I'm allowed to do that, by the way. That's actually a fact. You've got a pass. <laughs> yeah. My A-word card? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You look horrified, Erin. Um, I'm mostly horrified because I don't want to correct an autistic person on Asperger's not being an official diagnosis anymore. <laughs> I just like, I need to hold that in. I can't say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Yeah, Thomas, you're making things up now. I mean, I, I don't put it on any job applications because I'm a filthy liar. Um, so it wouldn't exactly would change you? my life. I wouldn't put, like... I don't know. Just for fun. If they're like, oh, we need... Just for laugh. Yeah. Uh, we need That's more like people, autistic people. Yeah. Just, mm. yeah. They, they, they need more autistic people. They're very prevalent. Was... Be, there might be some fields where that would help. Yeah. Physics. Well, uh, physics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't study what I do because. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we just have to look at your degree and think, okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, actually, I, is that true? Is that Asperger's isn't a thing now? Because I get bullied so much in my family for it that if I could turn around and be like, actually, it's wait, not a diagnosis Your mum's a doctor. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't get bullied for it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I think it's all just called autism spectrum disorder now. Oh, great. So they just moved it. Fucking fantastic. I was hoping I kind of had a get out of jail free card there of like, Haha, you can't make fun of me anymore. I'm technically not. What, well, you thought yes. it was just like hysteria, but it just wasn't any diagnosis at all? <laughs> I was just hoping they'd be like, oh, we tested them, but at the time we thought, but now we're, eh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm diagnosing myself yeah. with female hysteria so I can sleep, in, I can lie in bed and not do anything for hours. Can I diagnose oh, myself I with female hysteria? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, like, we say women are underrepresented in serial killers, but do you think it's because. They could have just like no one probably believed at the time that they were capable yeah, of it. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Yeah. 
Right. So when counting the suspects, you're like, hmm, who could it have been? John the pastor, you know, skips over his wife. Oh, what I mean, it, wasn't there like a big thing in the sixties where like it was a man and a woman in I think it was in Britain about like mass oh, murders, and uh, uh, that was a whole shock because list. a woman was involved. Yeah, like directly involved in it. So could be. I got really got to people because it was like a woman killing children. So it's like yeah. maternal instinct was yeah. Was that the Yorkshire? I think so, yeah. It it, it would have been something like that. Oh, no, the... What one? Fred and Rose, but... Because there was the auction after, and then there was the Murs Murders, wasn't there? Murs Murders, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that was it. It was the Murs Murders. That's what I was thinking of. Well, see, the thing is, what I can't get over about this, right, is there's this, is that they are... These people you think are one of the most da- the, the, the most dangerous prisoners in Scotland, right? Not in Scotland, in the UK, um, and all that, and they've done all these bad things. And but they're not even considered the most dangerous prisoner in the U- in the UK. You know, it is considered the most dangerous prisoner in the UK. Is it this the guy? Bronson guy? Sorry, yeah. is it the Bronson guy, the one that Tom Hardy played? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's him. Maybe as I. Don't actually, I've never heard of that before. Um, right. But it's the guy that is kept in a glass cage like Hannibal Lecter was, and he was known as Hannibal the Cannibal when he was put into prison because mm-hmm. he he was a he was a sex worker when he was like a really young boy, and right. then he got sick of people take like old men paying for sex mm. to young boys, so he decided to go and kill like rich, powerful men that preyed on young children, and he killed four uh-huh. people. Two of which were in prison, and I think at one point he killed one of somebody with a spoon and scooped their brains out, and that's how he was known as Hannibal, like the cannibal, almost. And oh he's considered God. the most dangerous prisoner, and he's kept in a glass or some a glass cage or something. He's still alive, and uh-huh. someone took the meme Christ. "Eat the Rich" way too seriously. Yeah, wait, and I'll try and find him because he I can't remember what his name was. I can't remember. I think it was four people he killed, but uh-huh. um, but I I can't remember what it was, but it was so. Mm-hmm. It was so I mean, weird. Like yeah, that's him. Yeah, good for him though, because like, if it was a woman that was going about like doing this, would be like yes, queen. Nicknamed Hannibal the Cannibal and the Brain Eater. Um. Uh huh. Yep. Um, like maybe he didn't have to eat the brains, but like. <laughs> like if we're gonna critique his work, that was probably the step too far. So- he garroted yeah. a guy in London who mm-hmm. showed him pictures of children he'd sexually abused. Oh, oh do you know, uh, fair though, like... Yeah. Oh, no, if, if someone did that to me, I might be in a murdering mood. Like, and then he was sent to Broadmoor. Yeah. So he only killed one person on the outside, and then once he was in Broadmoor, he killed... Two, him and another guy locked himself in a cell, cell with another guy who was a convicted child molester, tortured him to death, and then killed another two prisoners, one who'd killed his wife uh, and another of that had um, murdered somebody else. So he uh, the last one has assaulted a seven-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. So it was like this guy and this guy is considered one of the most dangerous serial killers in the UK and he's they built a whole basement cell in Wakefield Prison. Um, and he has to be escorted by four prisoners or at any one time because of how dangerous mm-hmm. he is and he's got large bulletproof windows around, completely around him so he's kind of in a glass chair and all of his um, furniture is made from cardboard because he can't be trusted with anything else. Oh my god. It's, yeah. it's 
you wouldn't believe it. It's nuts. Yeah. God. As um, as I, I say, like the the first murder, like yeah. I I don't think he. I think he's probably gave. You know how the whole reputation is that people who hurt children aren't aren't safe in prison kind of thing. I think he probably gave that considering that three out of the four of his. I think that's very true. Anyway, kill kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it, yeah, it's quite dangerous if you've been convicted for crimes like that and you're in prison. Yeah. Which, it's I mean, just it's just one of the one of those ones that it's just it seems it's so surreal that it actually happened. Because the mm, way yeah. that he's in a cardboard, literally his furniture's cardboard, and he lives in a glass cell, mm. and he has to be escorted by four people at all times, is quite mad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, I see. This is what I want to know: what the fascination is with all these people. Like that is fascinating, actually. Like his kind of, but in general, like we're doing a podcast on serial killers, and I kind of want to know why. Because they get good ratings. Like, look at the, love... the top ones. Okay, beyond like our people, people cynical like reasons for doing it, people like Drugstein. But also, it's one of these things that it's, you want to understand people that you can't understand. Like, most people can't comprehend how you can murder someone, like how you can do it, be a, like, be a serial killer, how you can want to kill numerous people, especially like, like and you want to kind of understand what's going on in their head. Almost mm. like, how can you be I driven mean... to that? So it's like, you say that, but then middle-aged women watch hours of true crime and refuse to try and understand how a trans person's brain works. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah that's, that's the thing. Right, yeah. It, like, yeah. Do you think it's like fear of serial killers is almost like adding little chili flakes yeah. to your usual do you, documentary? Do you, think, do, you think, do you think that's why women like it a lot? Like, like true crime a lot? It's just that because they're normally the... Like, women are normally the victims. Like the, yeah, and oh. either that or like the... The ones like who are known for being most worried about like having their kids outside and all that in case of someone like that coming along, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah, so so it's definitely a strange one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just like to take this moment to, to know that we do not condone murder on Miss Google no, podcast, no. Yeah. and um, we would recommend against podcast. doing that at any time. <laughs> if you're ever having violent or murderous tendencies, please don't call us. We're not used to this. Call talk, the to, police. talk to someone and uh, you know respect women. That is basically my yeah. yeah. Respect my sex PSA. workers. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. You're, lim- you're limiting it to women, but just say don't don't be telephone. Well, no wow. men on us right here, Thomas. Yeah, because one of them's in a glass cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he killed all men, so that's that's maybe fair as well. Respect people. Don't kill people. Essentially, it's just our message here. This is very controversial. I don't know. We might get cancelled for this one. This has been the Square Go Podcast with Erin, Matt, Thomas and Zoe. Thank you for joining us this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. New episodes come out every Thursday, so be sure to join us for the next one.